What's going on everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News! In today's episode, as always, we've got stories to talk about. For starters, a little bit of an update on the Promised Neverland Season 2. The train wreck that is becoming the Promised Neverland Season 2. All best to believe we are going to discuss a little bit of the news that we've gotten. And also, if you've just taken a glance at the latest couple episodes and you've read the manga, you will know what I'm talking about. So yeah, we will get into that one. We also got a little bit of a story coming from, I believe, a director on the upcoming My Hero Academia anime season. I wanted to discuss. It's been a little bit dry for My Hero Academia. I wanted to talk about what was said within this interview. We're gonna do it. Big, big, big milestone for One Piece manga. A lot of people be sleeping on the fact that, like, don't get it twisted. There may be other series blowing up, the Demon Slayers of the world and stuff like that. One Piece still a juggernaut and, yeah, reaching a huge milestone. We got a story about an author I don't believe I've talked about yet in one of these Forever News segments. Masashi Kishimoto's brother yeah he's a he's a twin brother at that and he's an incredible author we got a story we got the most awesome troll <laughs> one of the greatest trolls i think a mangaka has ever done gege akutami the author of jujutsu kaisen just trolled the world in, in an interview you're gonna be like oh my gosh that was great we're gonna talk about that one <laughs> like <laughs> we got a really horrible story here regarding some new japanese laws that might come into play regarding copyright where essentially you might have to pay to cosplay yeah like Holy shit, that's so terrible. We got seemingly a response from MAPPA Studios that create Attack on Titan Jujutsu Kaisen, but in regards to some of the backlash and criticism Attack on Titan Season 4, the final season, has had recently, we're gonna dive into that one. And we also got the colored-in character design for Granola, the latest villain to grace the Dragon Ball Super franchise, so we're gonna talk about that one as well. And yeah, we've got a few stories to talk about. Without further ado, people, let's jump into another exciting episode of Forever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Make your move. That's how it be, though. Okay, so if you remember a few episodes back on Forever News, we talked about the Promised Neverland Season 2 and how there was going to be some filler elements, anime-exclusive, anime-only things going down. But apparently it's been said that the Promised Neverland is going to be going original with Season 2 after Episode 4. And if you've been watching up until this point, the first three episodes, you will notice that in particular in Episode 3, and I'm trying to be as spoiler-free as I possibly can, that at the very least they rearranged we don't know until we get episode four and i'll make a full dedicated video when that happens but the character that was supposed to appear in a certain part of episode three is not there it seems as though potentially they completely wrote the character out of the story or they're rearranging things but either way he was not at the particular scene that he was supposed to be at so that's one of the things that is already a red flag of oh my gosh they might be ruining the promised neverland season two on top of that that is not the only thing another scene that was supposed to have Happen. just imagine this right because again i'm trying to be spoiler free as i can be imagine luffy not hearing about oh there's a one piece out there and he's just like a pirate for no freaking reason he's like eh, i'm a pirate or some shit that's something that was essentially excluded thus far a conversation of knowledge that emma is supposed to get that gives her an idea of an overall objective that was also excluded from one of the recent episodes of the promised neverland season two so Two major changes that is making me wonder what the heck's gonna go down. Like, I get it. They've said that the Promised Neverland Season 2, some of the, you know, 
mangakas, the author in particular, is involved in some of these anime-only moments and rearrangements and things like that. However, if it's, you know, straight up writing characters out of the story, taking out major chunks and just changing big core pieces to the story, this is going to be a train wreck, honestly. Like, I'm not going to give a pass just because the mangaka is involved if it goes down a bad, bad hill. So we got to wait and see. I'm giving it one more episode before I make a full-on video talking about it. But based on the news that we got that after episode 4, it is going anime original completely. And then on top of that, a character's missing. A big main objective has not been mentioned that was supposed to be mentioned already. This could be very bad for The Promised Neverland Season 2. <sighs> I'm hoping not, but... It's looking that way. Next up, we got an interview with Studio Bones producer Oyabu Yoshihiro regarding TV anime season 5 of My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. Let's read. Interview with Studio Bones producer Oyabu Yoshihiro. On April 3rd, My Hero Academia will celebrate its 5th anniversary since the first airing. How do you feel about that? With the 5th season airing this spring, the total number of episodes will surpass 100 episodes. I once again got reminded that the series is a series that is loved by many even after all these years. And at the same time, I feel this five years have passed by so fast. They asked, could you tell us which part of the series production that didn't change since the first airing and which part had evolved? What didn't change since the beginning is the way we enjoy producing scenes and expressions that were unique to the anime version with the utmost respect towards the original manga manuscript. What had evolved is because the viewers had understood the My Hero Academia world by now, we try to avoid unnecessary explanations regarding the My Hero universe while constructing a flow where viewers could experience the universe naturally. In Season 5, Class 1A versus 1B joint training arc is the first battle within the school since the UA Sports Festival. Compared to producing arcs where they battle against villains, how was the atmosphere and mood in the studio? Everyone was having fun and the atmosphere was bright, but at the same time, it was pretty intense. It feels like Battle of Youth on the production set. Everyone was very passionate and pumped up. There were a lot of characters doing melee battle scenes. What was the most rewarding upon making those scenes? and what was the difficulty. We finally got blessed with the change to animate the Class 1B quirks, so it was really fun. But there are a lot of new moves and even the quirks of Class 1A had evolved, so it was really difficult. If I was to ask you which of the characters from each class you personally paid attention to during the battle, who would they be? Everyone in Class A and Class B are embodying the heroes they want to be during the battle, but among those people, I think Ida is very dedicated. I think this kind of hero should be preserved, protected, and Class B among all the students, I hope you would pay attention to Kaneko and Fukidashi's quirk. We will have the third movie in summer. Please give us your thoughts as we are waiting for its airing. We are in the middle of trying to produce a movie that would surpass the high review that we received in the previous one. I think this is a passionate story that surpassed the previous ones so please look forward to it. Please give your message to the Jump Readers and My Hero Academia fans. We are producing this anime while making this as a competition so that we won't get lost in terms of quality to the original manga. So we are producing this anime passionately. Please look forward to it and thank you for your support always. Okay, so fair enough. Shout outs to My Hero Academia. This season is going to surpass 100 episodes. It does not feel like that at all. Honestly, I didn't even really realize that. I was like, wait a minute, 100 episodes? Holy shit. Also, the fact that they're really trying to make the next film. Think about it. The director said it, they're basically going to try and surpass the previous film, which that film was great. Honestly, I love that film. That's a, a favorite of mine. So I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Heroes Rising, like really good stuff. <laughs> but either way, shout outs to them. And I can't wait. We're only a few months away from My Hero Academia Season 5. And then in the summertime, we'll be getting the next film. And I'm hopefully we get a trailer soon. But yeah. 
dope stuff. Okay, people, so two pieces of One Piece news to talk about. For starters, the series has officially reached 480 million copies in circulation. That's 20 million away from 500 million. And I'm really curious to see how close it is to surpassing. I want to say the highest selling comic of all time is Batman, if I'm not mistaken. I'm curious how far away is One Piece from that. Either way, we're going to keep cheering on our favorite straw hat pirates through and through to the end and 480 million copies and still selling millions every year where did they do that at that's right that one piece greatness but also we got a little something here it says oda once said he will change one piece story if it coincides with fan theories but according to tv show today oda will never change his plan about the final chapter even if a fan theory hits the nail on the head oda said in 99 that he had already decided the final panel and chapter and looking at it to be honest with you it makes me wonder like okay so if he had this idea in mind since 99 i can only imagine the final panel is probably going to just be like all the straw hats that remain surviving assuming none of them actually die but either way the straw hat's probably just smiling and walking into the distance like what could he have had in 99 like it's not like he had every detail of one piece 20 plus years of story written down in a book somewhere you know what i'm saying so probably it's like something wholesome or it's something dark like luffy uh a la like goldie roger about to get beheaded and that's how it ends or some shit like that which i don't think that would be the final page it's probably just like a simple feel good friendship like smiling into the distance type of feel maybe i'm off on that maybe it's like old man luffy walking into the distance but either way he said it through and through that he's not changing the final chapter the final panel and he will if he runs into a fan theory change like certain story elements but not the finale that should have set in stone okay so next up i really wanted to talk about this the twin brother to masashi kishimoto the creator of naruto he actually has a new work coming out and if you don't know about seishi kishimoto he wrote o parts hunter also known as 666 satan and that was a uh, an insane manga i never finished it uh, admittedly but it was great from what i read and there was a lot of controversy back in the day of like them accusing seishi kishimoto of copying off of masashi kishimoto really really crazy shit back then but he got a new work coming out let's read old parts hunter seishi kishimoto draws one shot launches new shonen manga this year dena's manga box app published a one shot on wednesday by seishi kishimoto titled Yobigami. The one shot is based on a manga that appears in the second episode of the Oh My Boss Koiwa Besatsu De Love is a Supplement live action TV series. The one shot is credited to Kishimoto as Ukyo Arazome, a character in the show played by Natsuki Hane, who was the manga creator of Yobigami. The live action series premiered on January 12th. Honestly, this looks really cool. Again, kind of looks a little like a Naruto to be honest with you. And it also, holy shit, looking at the back character it kind of looks like sasuke with karma and the otsutsuki transformation happening seishi you're doing it again no <laughs> the end of the one shot also announced that kishimoto will launch a new manga titled monster no isha aka monster doctor later this year the announcement stated the new shonen manga will expand on the worldview of yobigami and will tell the story about the bonds between boys and monsters and the character looks a lot like geofried from um his oparts on his story yeah that that gave me a little bit of a laugh of seeing that art right there kind of looks a little like a boruto-esque type of feel i don't know but either way shout outs to seishi kishimoto and granted there is a possibility that a lot of this shit happens strictly because yo they're twin brothers like they're gonna have very similar ideas and stuff but i don't know maybe some people feel differently uh <laughs> 
Let's move on. And since we are moving on, let's talk about one of my favorite trolls I've seen a mangaka ever do. So apparently it was announced that Gage Akutami, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen, was going to be making their debut live appearance on a TV talk show. But boy, it went a different way. It says, must see the TV appearance of Mr. Gege Akutami, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen, has been decided, appearing on Fuji TV One Mando Kobayashi. This is the first time that Mr. Akutami has appeared on TV media. In addition, Mr. Akutami is talking through the program Special Mecha Circle because he is NG. I have no idea what that means, but looking at this, I'm not even gonna lie. Basically, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen showed up dressed as Mecha Maru and used a voice changer as well, so you cannot tell if that is a man or a woman. They're saying Mr. Akutami, but it could very well be a female because there's been like theories and rumors about the gender of this particular person. I don't know, but I think that this is hilarious. This is some shit that the author Gintama would have done. Showing up like Mechamaru. And it looks like a paper bag over their head. And then, well, I don't even know. Is that like a container or something? And then with a voice changer. I love Gege Akutami. I love you, dude. Female, whatever. I don't care. You are freaking awesome. And this is absolutely hilarious. Like, how could that dude keep a straight face in the picture with him? Like, I would be there dying in tears. <laughs> That's freaking amazing. Okay, next up, some horse manure. Some horse manure going down in Japan where they are trying to make it that if you make a cent, a rent cent off of cosplaying, there should be regulations and you should have to pay to cosplay. Unacceptable. I think this is stupid. We're going to read it, but I just wanted you guys to know my stance on this from jump. This is horrible. Japanese government considers codifying copyright rules on cosplay income. The Nikon Sports newspaper reported on Saturday that the Japanese government is considering rules that will allow copyright holders to regulate cosplayers for income earned from cosplay activity. While cosplayers who do not earn money from their activity are not violating laws, those who do have an income from cosplaying may be seen as violating copyright law. The report noted that the government is currently investigating the issue, seeking opinions from both copyright holders and cosplayers such as Anako, but there is no proposed legislation as of yet. You know that they just saying, oh yeah, we're, we're talking to a cosplayer too. Who is going to say, yeah, um, take some money from my income or just stop it altogether. Come on. They, they, they just put that in there to protect their asses from, you know, publicity looking horrible. Currently, cosplayers can earn income from cosplaying through such methods as subscription or membership services, compensation for appearances at events such as conventions, or selling their costumes. The question of whether cosplay violates copyright law by infringing on reproduction or adaptation rights has been in discussion by many within and outside the cosplay community for years. Taro Yamada, a member of the Japanese House of Counselors and the the leader of the party to protect freedom of expression said that it is possible to maintain an ecosystem that benefits both copyright holders and cosplayers fairly and that as one of the diet members considering the issue that he is carefully investigating a way forward for Japanese copyright law in the age of user generated content. Honestly that is so so bad. They are going to really destroy shit like yo what it is I'll be honest with you some of what it is not completely but some of what it is is they started noticing the massive amounts of money a lot of the these cosplayers are making like just look at some of these youtubers that like their models or whatever they have an only fans and shit like that they are looking at that and saying yo you're cosplaying as nobara kugisaki you're cosplaying as hinata hyuga you're cosplaying as whoever we want that money you're making too much money you gotta cut us in it's greedy 
it's wrong. I don't like it. I think it's bad. Hopefully they don't win with that because, you know, they, they take one step over there. Then next thing you know, over here in the U.S., we're going to have problems. And little by little, making these stupid decisions that feel like they're draconian or whalian, just nonsense. Like, no. Okay, so seemingly this has been floating around. It had 23,000 likes and over 1,000 quote tweets and 6,300 retweets. And it's a message from staff members of the final season of Attack on Titan. It says, All the staff working on the season has been pouring their sweat, blood, and tears into making this show look as good as it can be in an insanely short amount of time. A time that's even shorter than normal anime. You are free to have your own opinion on the show. However, constantly bothering and harassing staff is unacceptable. Having the courtesy to at least respect the insane effort being put in the show would be appreciated let's be mature and um if this is 100% legit because again i'm not sure of the legitimacy of this i want to say it is because i've seen it a couple of other places but it's a very professional way of responding and saying fuck off because of how they've been treating the staff and it's like yo even if there's some complaints yeah you could criticize it oh i don't like this whatever but to go and, and threaten people and say fuck you uh this is not how you make anime no 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 no, no. so shout outs to mappa at least with a semi you know clap back it's not the biggest thing in the world but at the very least mappa getting it in and saying yo y'all need to stop the bullshit and then lastly it was released the character design for the latest villain in dragon ball super granola and i've seen back and forth some people say he looks like a dweeb some people say he looks cool to be honest with you he kind of looks almost like a, a elf from like I, I don't even know like a, a fairy tale-ish type of story or something like that and uh this colored i think it's kind of cool i don't think he looks like badass per se but he looks cool i don't know it's it's fine with me i don't have a problem with it but again i've seen some people saying he looks like a dork <laughs> i don't know i think the hair looks cool he kind of resembles a saiyan i don't know if the serial ends because that's the name of his race yeah i know if you're not reading it, you probably like dragon ball super now has vegetables versus cereal what the hell yeah it, it's a thing but um yeah he kind of looks a little bit like a saiyan i I don't know that's just me but yeah granola curious what you guys thought about today's stories we covered for starters the promise neverland season two making great or horrible changes taking characters out taking out motives what are your thoughts on that my hero academia studio bones director talking about the upcoming season again a hundred episodes of my hero that went by quick one piece crossing the 480 million copy milestone major major congrats Ichiro Oda one of the goats your thoughts on Masashi Kishimoto <laughs> your thoughts on Masashi Kishimoto's brother uh Seishi Kishimoto working on a new manga and yeah I don't know <laughs> Gege Akutami, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen's Troll. Oh my god, that, that gotta go down in history. Like, yo, people used to give props to Taite Kubo with the shades and crossing his arm looking like a badass. This took it to a whole other level. We gotta stand Gege Akutami. Protect Gege Akutami at all costs, okay? Your thoughts on pain to cosplay if you receive an income from it? Again, I think that's a horrible decision and that's going to go down a very, very bad rabbit hole. We do not want to go down. Your thoughts on Mappa's response to the criticism? and harassment that has been going down against Attack on Titan final seasons directors and animators I've said it before I'll say it one more time leave them the fuck alone you got some criticism that's more than okay harassing them threatening them talking shit to them that is not good and your thoughts on Dragon Ball Super's latest villain Granola's character design again I, I think it's okay I don't think he looks like a dork by any means but he probably could have looked a little bit more badass if the color palette was a little bit different and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode but that is all I have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like I'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on Twitter Instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links in the description 
description below. I'm Fnub World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day. It's not like